0: On the couch, running out of things to talk about. Is quarantine in my house? I'm going crazy and crazy nope. hey ooh, Okay, we're here. We're back. <laughs> that was kind of I'm not quite sure what happened there. Pointed out. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you for listening. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. This is a podcast. Ostensibly, it used to be about baseball, but now it's ostensibly a coronavirus podcast. Tonight is Monday, May the 25th. Happy Memorial Day, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, coming at you from Champaign, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going?
1: Hey, Joel. Uh, I'm coming at you live, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. <clears throat> we spent probably, what, an hour and a half just chatting before this podcast started. Right. I neglected to come up with a hot take. So this is just a hot take off the cup. Are you ready?
0: I'm, I'm excited.
1: <clears throat> My hot take is that the Chinese government created coronavirus to punish Hong Kong by pushing through their like much more strict... Totalitarian uh, legislation when people are not allowed to protest. Okay. Of the coronavirus.
0: For the NSA, that's Sam talking, not Joel. Okay. Right. So, CIA, NSA, FBI, I do not co sign that opinion.
1: Well, you don't have to worry about them. You have to worry about, you know, the Chinese government who probably owns Skype, honestly.
0: Good call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're getting we're getting live streamed into Patty's uh, uh, TV room right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know it, but we are the sorry, most, Patty. Sorry, We don't know it, but we are the most popular podcast amongst the Chinese secret police.
1: <laughs> That's definitely not true.
0: <laughs> They're not a baseball loving country.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. They came back first, right? Oh, no, that's... That's
0: yeah. Taiwan. 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 The other China. Right. Right.
1: The other Hong Kong.
0: The other... Sure, totally. Yeah.
1: Taiwan. The other China.
0: The other China. They still China
1: think...
0: China, too. China,
1: too. Right.
0: You know, Chiang Kai-Shek, Nationalist, be Communist, Formosa Resolution. There's a whole thing there. Anyway, back on track. Um... Okay, so we've been uh, bitching a lot on this podcast about the Last Dance documentary. Check out uh, last week's episodes. We complain about it then. So my hot take came to me the other day because I was watching a real documentary, Ken Burns Baseball on PBS.org. I watched the first two episodes of that. I came to a realization the other day. Michael Jordan is the Ty Cobb of his generation interesting he's a dick
1: elaborate yeah okay he's a dick yep
0: competitive to the point of sociopathy right and good at his job
1: yeah best player yeah. of his generation best
0: player of his generation exactly
1: yeah. and probably multiple generations
0: would beat up a little person right
1: or would, a black
0: person or would beat up a black person probably <laughs> Would take a man's wooden leg off of his body and beat him with it. Right. Which one of them did that? I don't, probably both of them.
1: Oh. <laughs> I feel like the legs were metal by the time Michael Jordan came. <laughs> right, right. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Prosthetic.
1: <laughs> so, spoiler it was Ty Cobb. It was. T-
0: <laughs> I beat a man to death with his own wooden leg. Yeah. So Oh, and also both alcoholics. Yep. yep.
1: And gamblers, probably.
0: And gamblers, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of similarities here.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, I'm only being slightly facetious. I think there's a yeah. lot of similarities here. Um, I was shocked, so I am going back through that baseball documentary by Ken Burns. That's the schmultiest bullshit documentary I have seen in years. Like, that's the most sentimental bullshit about baseball ever. Right. I love Ken Burns. Like, I'm not talking shit about Ken Burns, but it's, like, saccharine, you know? He loves baseball so much.
1: Yeah, I don't love Ken Burns, actually. Um, And it's hard because, like, he just gets, he gets, you know, he's top documentary dog and he gets to do all of the best topics, you know, like baseball the Vietnam War, right? Um, I mean, Civil the Civil War. War
0: is like, the the thing yeah. that probably did documentaries, you know. Right, Civil that. War. But, like, it's his whole thing
1: is just, like, I'm going to start a shot with a close-up of a photograph, and then I'm going to have somebody speaking over it as I slowly pan out to show that it's actually a whole photograph <laughs> instead of a close-up. <laughs> <know>? <clears throat> Like There's that's a, a jam, you know. Right.
0: There's a body attached to that face. Right,
1: yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, you thought that this was just an out of focus face. Turns <laughs> out it's an out of focus group of people, you
0: know? <laughs> he does that a lot, especially in episode one, I realized a lot of shots of like nineteen twenties street oochins playing, you know, street ball in the street. Right. And it, he would do that. where you zoom in, and you're like, "Oh, it's one person playing stickball," and then he zooms out, and you're like, "No, it's like five people playing stickball." Yeah. <laughs> right. And
1: they're all
0: dead, now. They're all dead now.
1: Like none of them are famous. They, they all got poorly exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the point that I wanted to bring this up is other. Uh, athletes slash celebrities have gone on air and supported what we said in our episode last week. The last dance is not a documentary. Yeah. It's a propaganda piece produced by Michael Jordan.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if Ken Burns made a documentary about Ken Burns. That's how saccharine <laughs> <it> is yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like and then I like thought about taking a photograph and putting my camera really close to it. And then I just <laughs> pulled it away really slowly but you know i didn't have any prostitutes in the room at the time or anything like that
0: it's just it's just an hour and a half of slowly zooming out of ken burns high school graduation picture yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: exactly ken burns does
0: ken burns ken burns on ken burns
1: Ken Burns,
0: Uh, the documentary. Yeah, directed and produced by Ken Burns. All right, this is the A block, Um, ladies. So check out last week's episodes. Thank you for everybody who did. We talk about the last, uh, the last dance. How much we hate it. We talk about coronavirus and baseball. Guess what? We're still going to talk about coronavirus and baseball. Sorry. You guys are stuck in this hell with us. We're just trying to keep you entertained. We also do a B-Block on the B-Block Book Club, uh, The Wrong Stuff by Bill Spaceman Lee. Uh, check that out. Uh, shout out at us, what you want to see, if you want us to keep doing the book club. I enjoyed it. I don't know if you Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I'm going to read
1: that book now.
0: It's good. It's good.
1: I feel like uh, I've gotten too many spoilers, though.
0: I don't, yeah, sure, but I don't think that they, can, you know, it's not, there's not really a
1: plot. Yeah, I feel like if it's a biography about somebody who's semi-famous, there can't be too many spoilers.
0: Exactly. Unlike Michael Jordan, where we all realize that, you know, he murdered Tony Kukoc in 1998.
1: No, but we couldn't be, we couldn't realize that because he's in charge of his own biography.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody who gave us a listen last week. Bend, Oregon, Champaign, Illinois, Fullerton, California, one of the 200 largest cities in America, Cincinnati, Ohio, Monticello, Illinois, Burlington, New Jersey, Passaic, New Jersey, Lithonia, Georgia, Tonta, Egypt, Algonquin, Illinois. Thank you so much for listening. If you listen to us on uh, Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Check us out on Twitter and/or Facebook. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud or Spotify. All right, Sam, you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so we oh, lead get you off. Uh, we're going to lead off these headlines actually with um, not baseball, but with golf and football. Uh, we're talking about the match, quote unquote. Two
0: of my least favorite sports when I think about it.
1: Yeah, the yeah. match, which. Uh, there were some live sports on this Saturday when Pate Manning and Tiger Woods beat Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson on the links. And before I talk, start talking shit, I feel like it's very important to say that the match raised $20 million for COVID-19 relief and therefore deserves a huge round of applause, right? Because that's objectively a good thing. Yes. Um, it's good news. But
0: Um, we're still gonna make fun of it.
1: Right. Now now I'm gonna start talking shit, right? Because it was a charity golf tournament. Um and it was the most viewed golf tournament ever in the history of cable TV. And I'm not and to be clear, the Masters airs on uh network TV and gets a lot more views, right? A lot more views. But in the history of cable TV, this is the most viewed match. Um and so Ever so the question is is like if your highest viewed match ever is starring two superstars from a different sport, right? You actually get to be called a sport, and then how much do you want to Tiger Woods to star in a celebrity like charity NFL football match like <laughs> full contact?
0: Totally yes, okay. So many hot takes about this one. First of all, what does it say that your sport can be competitively played by not just athletes from a different sport, but goddamn fucking retired athletes from a different sport? Right. And I'm counting Tom Brady as retired because he's playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's he's in Florida. He's in Florida. (laughs) Right. Right. So that says something, you know, we've always said. Is golf really a sport? It's right on the cusp, right? Right. Darts, golf, horseshoes,
1: they're all in the same
0: category. Second point, celebrity football game, full contact. Right. I would want to watch. I mean, it doesn't matter. On one side, an NFL football team. Doesn't matter which team, right?
1: Right. Right. Just for,
0: just for the sake of argument. Who do you have? How many guys start? Uh, four plus four plus three is 11. Okay, 11 guys. On the other team, you've got Tiger Woods. You've got O.J. Simpson. You've got Alex Rodriguez. You've got Harvey Weinstein. You've got the body of Jeffrey Epstein. That's five. Who else would I want to see on that other team? What other six celebrities would you like to see blitzed and sacked by uh, Khalil Mack? There go. <laughs> how much money could you raise by having Elon Musk get sacked by Khalil Mack?
1: Right. I like this. I would like to see Peyton Manning play in front of a front five that's made up of Alex Rodriguez and Elon Musk and Tiger Woods and, you know, (laughs) whatever. Like, I think that's the way that it has to be, is that each team has it's like. You have a really good quarterback, but a really shitty rest of the team, or you have a really shitty quarterback and a really good rest of the team, you know? No, no,
0: no. It's like the opposite of a bachelor auction, right? We auction off for COVID-19, really. What 11 celebrities do you want to see play against the L.A. Rams?
1: <laughs> Why the Rams?
0: Because uh, Donaldson, what's his name?
1: Josh, no, uh, yeah, Aaron, yeah. Aaron
0: Donaldson, I think you know? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: the big yeah. guy,
0: the guy who's gonna like take everyone's head off. Right, he's the, the guy,
1: guy, who, that makes the guy who cannot other be. Blocked. Players look right.
0: dumpy. Exactly, the guy who cannot be bogged by two professional NFL players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but instead of that, he's going up against like the was lady who
1: scammed all those people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, you could serve some, like, you could serve, like, eight months of jail time, or you could play running back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did we just, did we just, <laughs> did we just uh, Hunger Games this? Did yeah. we just, run, we just made up Running Man starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Arnold Schwarzenegger could be on that team.
0: But he'd he, be the coach. He'd be better. He'd, he'd be, I mean, he's he'd 16 the five. coach, though. Yeah.
1: We don't want to see him get hit, you
0: know? No, I'm, I actually am fond of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's fine. He's, yeah. Done,
1: yeah. he's done fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, we'll come back to that in the C block.
0: Well, like 6 9 that rapper who, like, got in trouble for so many things.
1: Did him. Nasi, but, 6 9 Yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah, yeah he killed somebody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I I don't think
1: that he gets to get off with a celebrity (laughs) charity golf tournament. Like, that guy should probably do prison time, I think, probably. (laughs) Right, right, probably. Like, let's maybe, like, stick with that. Uh, But maybe Kanye West, right?
0: There you go. Kanye's a good one. Mm -hmm. I'd like
1: to see him flattened out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And then I'd like to hear what he writes about it afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would be a good, it'd be a win-win for America, right?
0: Right. And during coronavirus, it's not like these athletes are doing anything. Right. I'm sure that you pay each of the LA Rams, like, 20 grand to play one football game.
1: Right. Against Kanye and Tiger.
0: Yeah. And OJ Simpson. I'm kind of curious if OJ could actually play running back at age... 65. Whatever. He's
1: probably still got it,
0: man. He'd, he'd probably be their best player.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. That's one thing. I'm not going to turn this into a pro OJ Simpson podcast, but okay. he was very good at football. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave Chappelle does a really good stand-up about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw that.
1: Yeah. The four,
0: like the four times he's met O.J. Simpson or something right, like that. Right yeah,
1: it's like four yeah. times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and right. it's like tracking their celebrity like Right yeah yeah up and down. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I did watch all those uh Dave Chappelle Netflix specials. It, it's I I still like Dave Chappelle and like his like LGBT stuff is controversial right
1: i yeah this is also c-block material. okay Uh, what i really like about those is that it's you know he did what four of them pretty close together it was like his
0: contract yeah
1: right and it just feels like with each one successively he's just trying to get fired like more and more you know what i mean yeah i was thinking like overt about it he's like well shit like I did these first couple and they haven't, like, can be it. I'm going to, like, finish out my contract and see what I can say, you know?
0: He was in the headlines today for allegedly having uh, sex with Auxilia Banks.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Those are headlines?
0: <laughs> Dude, it's either that or coronavirus.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah. All right. Headline number two. We're doing good. All right. Uh, Okay, let's talk about basketball for a minute. The NBA has their shit together in a way that Major League Baseball does not. Because the NBA team owners and Commissioner Adam Silver are not actively trying to fuck over their employees, basketball seems closer than ever becoming the first major American sports league to resume play. According to CNN, the NBA, and the National Basketball Players Association are in talks with the Walt Disney Company about resuming the season in July by using Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex in Orlando, Florida. Again, we're going back to Florida. As a single campus for games, practice, and housing. So, Sam, the question is, do you think this is the logical next step in Florida's evolution just being a totally self-contained pleasure entertainment zone of America, a.k.a. America's penis. Right. Yes. Which it is.
1: Right. How could it ever be anything else? It's like a penis-shaped appendage on the bottom of America's front that is dangling into the ocean and surrounded by beaches full of naked people. Like, how could it ever be anything else, right? And like, Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the classic Kurt Russell movies escape from New York and escape from LA.
0: I'm familiar.
1: New York has become the like just completely gang, uh, controlled area and LA has become a prison Island, right? Mm -hmm. Like in that future, the entire state of Florida has just become like an, a pleasure, uh, Las Vegas style destination for like the middle class which you know in reality will be gone by then but like at the time of those movies it's like an affordable destination you know
0: two points ironic because New York itself is just a series of islands so why did they feel the need to make Los Angeles a quote unquote island prison colony yeah Didn't they, like, physically separate it? Like, there was some kind of nuclear disaster or something like that?
1: Earthquake, I think.
0: Earthquake, sure. Okay. Second point, everybody's already in Florida already. Tom Brady's down there. Tiger Woods is down there. Phil Mickelson is down there. Peyton Manning is down there. You didn't get to say, say your joke that you'd been rehearsing that Tiger Woods was the third most famous person on the golf course.
1: Oh, I meant to say that in the first one. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, that was a good joke.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, um, Well, that's the fucked up thing about golf, right? Right. Yeah.
0: That that. you could have two retired football players and they are both more popular than the most popular golf player.
1: And not just like of his time. Like, Tiger Woods is the only famous golf player. Like, Right. There are golf fans, and there are like celebrities within golf circles, but outside of the golf circle, there's only one celebrity, and it's Tiger Woods. And he's less famous than the two football players on the, on the links with him.
0: Side note, Russell Wilson, the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, has been trolling Tom Brady on Twitter for a while now. And and he is an excellent Twitter account. You should follow uh, Russell Wilson on Twitter. And he said that the next golf charity golf tournament should be uh, Russell Wilson and his wife, Ciara, against Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle. Because they both married more successful, popular, and wealthy women than they themselves are. But... I think Russell Wilson is just proposing an orgy.
1: Right. He's like trying to yeah. get with Tom Brady's wife. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway. That's like, okay. It's just, it's, that's kind of weird because it's like, Russell Wilson is not as, like, Russell Wilson is not as, popular or successful as Tom Brady and Ciara is like not as popular or successful as Tom Brady. Like like, level up a very different like kind of situation. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, you should follow Russell Wilson on Twitter. He's hilarious.
1: I don't believe that he's hilarious. Like I've like seen him his interviews, and I don't believe that he runs his own Twitter account. That's all
0: I'm. Oh, uh, you may be right. It's a yeah. lot of him making fun of. It, it, okay, it's a lot of him making fun of himself. Right. And every other one is him praising God. So, if yeah, that's your thing,
1: I like, believe that most of the ones praying, praising God, are his, and not so many the ones making fun of himself. Right. Well, maybe I don't know. He seems yeah. like a pretty humble dude, actually. That's, I think. I'll, I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Check I'm it out. Take it's, that it's, away for a yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just don't but, think that he's very clever. That's all I'm
0: saying. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Let's actually talk about something real here, though. Okay. We're moving on. No, no, no. Yeah. Do you think? Here's my question. Here's my real question. Sure. I believe that the NBA is doing a better job than the MLB and that they're going to come back sooner than MLB, and it has nothing to do with health or safety or the coronavirus. Right. It has to do with the fact that the NBA has a cooperative and productive relationship with the players, whereas Major League Baseball has an antagonistic relationship with its players.
1: Okay.
0: That, that's my hypothesis. Okay. And that the NBA is gonna make money and the MLB is gonna lose money.
1: Okay. Well, I will counter that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just gonna say, like, straight out of the gate, that there are so many more players in major league baseball than there are in uh like the NBA, right? Because it's like each team roster is much smaller in the NBA. There's no minor leagues that are like taken into account with these uh, like negotiations. Um, and um, yeah, those are the two major ones. Like right. major league squad is, you know, there's nine people on the field at the time and there's a, you know, number of bullpen pitchers and, you know, NBA, there's five people on the court at the time. And it's, there's, it's not like a, super specialized um, situation where you just need like 10 times more of one position because you have to filter them through, you know, between three and five times a game. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Right. So you're saying that basketball has an inherent advantage because it's got the least amount of, uh, least like, they, they have to deal with the least amount of skills.
1: It's just smaller.
0: Yeah. That makes Um,
1: sense. Also, like, major uh, disputes between ownership and player union have, like, happened with the Major League Baseball so much earlier than it ever happened with, like, the NHL and the NBA and the NFL have, like, followed the lead of the MLB as far as, like, um, what not to do with the players and ownership relationship of major league baseball, because it's just from the get, like the, the creation of the players union in major league baseball is that like players that they wanted to play baseball had to enter into contracts that were entirely owned by ownership. And it had nothing to do with player safety or welfare or anything. Um, and was like such a huge money thing.
0: So, Ken Boone's documentary, Baseball, talks right. a lot about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, That's
0: a good point. That's a good point.
1: There's, and, and so it's just like, you know, the major league baseball, like, the highest-played athletes in the country are basketball players, right?
0: Uh, in the country, yeah. yeah. Soccer players, you
1: know, but yeah. Right. But basketball players never signed deals more than five years
0: and ever. Tiger Woods
1: <laughs> right in Tiger Woods yeah he's like the highest paid and also like least liked player in the country <laughs> <You're joking>. him <laughs> and A-Rod are like basically yeah, the same exactly. Person. Yeah. yeah
0: exactly I would like to see them on the same football team
1: yeah <laughs> it's like a-Rod hikes to Tiger Woods, and yeah. then they both just get flattened by Khalil Mack.
0: Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, let me read this last one, because I got some, some things I got to say. About okay. All right, so today, happy Memorial Day, everybody. I'm sorry that you all had to be in quarantine for it. Hopefully you had a good one. Now, today was the first Memorial Day since 1880 in which no Major League Baseball games were played. This is kind of a bullshit fact because Memorial Day was not an official holiday in the United States until the 1970s. Thank you, Richard Nixon, but you get the idea. Americans have kept playing baseball through the Depression, through two world wars, and through the goddamn Macarena craze, but they've been shut down by coronavirus. If you were to believe the lamestream media, however, Major League Baseball is making progress to restarting the Players Union drafting response to the owner's initial proposal yesterday. That would have been Sunday, May 24th. According to James Fagan of The Athletic, any players, so to quote, any players paying attention realize. That further pay concession beyond simply the pro-rated agreement from March are coming in some form. Side note, that, that he's probably right about that, but that's real bad. We turn into the quote, it's about staking out the terms of the concession, whether it's through being made whole over time through deferrals or negotiating a larger share of the proposed split or another framework completely. This is Fagan still. I think the fight over that split could get ugly and drag out a week or two, but both sides need to play games and make money again. So I don't see the dispute canceling the season if it is truly playable from a health perspective, which is very debatable. If it doesn't happen, I, James Fagan, think the blame would lie with ownership failing to accept any level of operating at a short-term loss for the sake of the long-term health of the game. I'm going to repeat that last sentence because I think it's very important and I agree with it. I think the blame would lie with ownership failing to accept any level of operating at a short-term loss for the sake of the long-term health of the game. So Sam, here. (coughs) and this is what we've been building up to, how much do you think the owners care about the long-term health of the game? Uh,
1: I don't feel like the ownership is on the same page the same way that the players are on this. Because I don't think that the ownership cares that much about the long-term health of the game. Because I feel like, you know, some owners care about baseball and some owners don't we've talked about this a lot how owning a professional sports franchise is like a billionaire chip like <clears throat> you become a billionaire. A big,
0: a big boat not a small boat
1: right yeah exactly like you become a billionaire brownie scout when you like get a billion dollars and then it's like oh you don't own a professional sports franchise like you know there's like it's just like escalating layers of like how rich are you and some people uh like the ownership of say the la dodgers or the boston red sox really care about like running a well-run team and winning championships and some owners like I don't know, the Cleveland Browns or the New York (laughs) Mets. Like, don't really care about winning. It's just like, we don't really know what we're doing. This is just what billionaires do. And we're kind of like trying to feel our way around the room.
0: I started writing a thing, BTW. I started writing a thing earlier today about the Will Ponds and the New York Mets. We'll do, we're going to do an episode on the Mets. Probably not this week soon.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Uh, sucks because they suck
1: right well they all suck right like it's
0: everybody sucks yeah yeah that's the joke yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. if you own a if you own a professional sports franchise you're like interested in like controlling the lives of like muscular men you know what i mean like that's that's your deal um
0: there's a there's a yeah i got you there's a bad historical parallel right so
1: Uh, I feel like there's probably just a few owners that are actually controlling this. I couldn't tell you who they were, but I feel like, you know, there's a few owners in the Major League Baseball ownership group that are like putting all of the effort into this and they're making deals that they know that the rest of the ownership group that's not interested in like stepping into unless it's going to like seriously infringe on their profit margin Hmm. are gonna like object to you know what i mean
0: Uh, okay so i'll go there you're saying the yankees and maybe the cubs
1: no i think the yankees and the cubs are in on it right and i feel like you know maybe the pirates and uh the reds and the The orioles and city
0: oil yeah Okay, so, so let me let me ask you this. Kansas
1: Tell Kansas City Royals just got a new owner, so maybe he's interested. I don't know.
0: So, so you say, because if I'm the owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates, I want to get back to playing baseball because I'm losing money right
1: now. Right.
0: But if I'm the owner of the New York Yankees, I'm also losing money, but I can afford to lose money right now if it means I can step on the throats of the Players
1: Union. That I think that if you what I'm saying is I think that if you're the owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates right now, you're losing more money in other sectors of your business because the Pirates is oh, not right. your main source of income. Okay,
0: your cheese making business. Right. Oh, well, what,
1: what, I don't know what else do they let's, do?
0: Let's find out. I'm really curious now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, they're hedge fund managers or whatever. It's like Wait, the Pirates That's are owned cut by cut, like the, the, the hedge fund managers. Yeah. Yeah. Cubs are hedge fund managers. Right, so they're probably making bank right
0: now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. So the Yankees are that. actually, though, but the Steinbrenners, if I'm not mistaken, I may be mistaken, That that's their business.
1: The Yankees.
0: is the Yankees, being the Yankees. And the same with the Dodgers. Their business is being
1: the Dodgers. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is, like, it's a different, like, it's a different you know, the players are kind of all in it together. It's like, I don't want to get sick and die, and I don't want the owners to, like, reach into my pocket to, like, fix their losses, because, like, my work is as valuable as it ever was, you know?
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: And my my career is, like, only deteriorating if I'm over 25 years old, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates is Robert Nuttin. Bob Nuttin. (laughs) Bob Nutt, yeah. Bob Nutt. Born in Wheeling, West Virginia, which is one of my favorite cities in America, by the way.
1: That's
0: true, it is. Love Wheeling, West Virginia. Is
1: that the
0: tri No. No, that's uh, Zanesville, Ohio. Yeah, Zanesville, Ohio. That's Zanesville, Ohio, but Wheeling, West Virginia is an hour east of Zanesville, Ohio. It's on the same talk, road trip, people. It's on the same road trip. I have spent the night in a sketchy motel in Wheeling, West Virginia. Fucking loved it. Aliens. We're going to get what? into aliens
1: later. And fracking. And what? Fracking.
0: And fracking, yeah. yeah. Wheeling, I think, is more about it, It's like a... What's the word I'm looking for? Alien
1: Tourist. town?
0: Yeah, it's an alien town. Um... Nutting's other businesses are CEO of Ogden Newspapers Incorporated and chairman of Seven Springs Mountain Resort Ski Area.
1: Yeah, he's hemorrhaging money right now. And not just from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the hedge fund managers who own teams are making a ton of money right now because everyone else is losing money.
0: I I think you're onto something. I'm really fascinated by this. And we're going to have to talk about this again. But if if I am Bob Nutting, (laughs) and I'm the owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. And I own a newspaper corporation and a ski
1: resort. Right. Which has been losing. They've both been losing money due to climate change and the internet. Okay. And the Pirates suck. And have for a long time. Because they've been cutting costs.
0: Right. Because the ownership is in the newspaper industry. Right. Gotcha. So but it's his interest. Like we need to get back to work immediately. So I'm not bleeding money on PNC Park. Or is his interest like. I'm bleeding money elsewhere. Fuck the players. We need to get every penny we can get. As well now.
1: Well that guy's been like losing money for a while so and i feel like pittsburgh is one of the teams that like furloughed all their like not all their employees but they've been furloughing employees Mm -hmm. um i don't know i feel like they're not uh i feel like they are on the side of don't let the players get what they're asking for. Yeah. They're they're like, we have to start, but, like, we can't lose any more money. That's what I think.
0: Right. right.
1: Whereas teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers are like, we can start and we can lose money because if we can come through this, we can be stronger in the future, you know?
0: Yep. Yep. I think you're right about that. That's
1: all. That's yeah, all
0: I, yeah. I think you're right. That's sad, but I think you're right.
1: Yeah, because like the, you know, it's not like the players. It's not like, you know, Mike Trout, who's the highest played player in baseball, right? It's like, uh, we got to get back to work because I got to make my money. And then the lowest played payer in player in baseball is like, I'm worried about my health. It's like they're unilateral, right? They're a union. But, like, the owners are not a union. They're, like, they have different needs, I think. Um, and I feel like that's what's holding it up. Because if it was, like, this is a mutually beneficial thing for both sides, they could figure it out. But it's, like, there's one side that's unified, and there's one side that's, like, not willing to, like, break on certain issues. You right. Know? Right.
0: Um, but, and that gets me back. We gotta wrap this up. That gets me back to my initial point where I think in the in the NBA for reasons both internal to the structure of the game, which is that LeBron James can drag the Cleveland Cavaliers to profitability by himself. And you have fewer players, fewer coaches, fewer things you gotta deal with. But also, like, the culture of the NBA, where the owners are like, we have to deal with the players, where the owners in Major League Baseball are more united in locking the players out, using this crisis as an opportunity to profit.
1: Right. Well, and it's also like, you know, in the NBA, it's like, the players interact more directly with the fans via social media than they do in Major League Baseball, where everyone is like kind of historically just a little bit closed in um, yeah. because that's the nature of the MLB. But, you know, MLB players, it's like, you know, they, they're they big on Twitter and they're big on Instagram and, you know, MLB players, not so much.
0: Right. Right. Man, the Pittsburgh newspapers hate uh, Bob Nutting. <laughs>
1: right. Well, no, they, they like, the citizens and media outlets of Pittsburgh wrote and signed a letter of non, uh, what's the word? Non-trust. Non, uh,
0: I know what you mean. It'll come to me. will come to
1: me. Uh, Basically, they said these people are not in the best interest of the team. They're trying to, like, screw the team and screw the city. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, because he's from West Virginia. Right.
1: right. He's trying to frack the city, dude.
0: Yeah. We're going to have to do a whole thing about this guy. I didn't know about this shit. Because he's a West Virginia guy. West Virginia and Pittsburgh college football rival. He hates Pittsburgh.
1: Letter of non. What is the word? That. What is that?
0: Not non compliance.
1: Dude, it's going to drive me insane.
0: So, Bob, Bob, leave it in the comments, please.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. This has been a a productive day block. I'm sorry, you guys, that we're just still talking about baseball and coronavirus. Uh, It's the end of May. We've got at least another month without any professional organized sports in America. One thing that I would love to talk to you about on a C-block, competitive trivia. This might be Jeopardy's time to shine.
1: The best thing you can hope for in June is Mike Trout and LeBron James playing golf against,
0: <laughs> you know, Steph Curry, and- Steph Curry
1: and Messi, you know, like that's <laughs> it. That's all you got.
0: Dude, remember when Kobe Bryant died? Yeah. We thought well, that was... Know, an- like, no, like, <laughs> <fuck>, who <no laughs> yeah. cares. <laughs> we thought that was going to be, like, the sports story of the
1: year. Yeah. But and then and then fucking uh, Jordan was like, oh, no. Yeah. Kobe died this year? I'm going to come out with my documentary so people don't even care about that shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was probably like Kobe was like, you bring your documentary out before I die, then I'm going to bring out my documentary to right. tell the real <laughs> truth. And then Jordan's like, okay, cool. But then, like, boom!
0: Then like Kobe died, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? And don't you know, know. Michael Jordan maybe invested in a like helicopter company before that happened. We don't know.
0: True Detective season five, jump on the up, Whoa. right?
1: Yeah, David Ortiz and Jose Altuve invest Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant <laughs> in like. White California, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like <a laughs> Orange County, California with David right. hell Jose <laughs> Tube. Kobe Bryant. Then
0: they go and they've got like fake mustaches on and they're just right. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like just like blue to contact lenses, but no <laughs> white face, you know. <laughs> like blonde mustaches. That's it. <laughs> and wigs. Yeah. Terrifying. It would be good. <laughs> so that's good television. That's television. Right. Hi, right. <laughs> right, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Hopefully, we've uh, made you laugh at least once. Um, again, this is a Dump on the uh, Ostensibly a Baseball podcast. If you listen to us on the Apple iTunes, please give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also listen to us on either SoundCloud or Spotify. I really appreciate it. everybody who can uh, listen to us over the weeks. And check us out. You can tweet at us at Jump on the Ump. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.
1: Crazy, oh, crazy and crazy and crazy, yeah. I'm done with selfies, so don't even Staying in the house in an underwear mask, sleeping my dog with a baseball mitt, baking my own bread and it tastes like I, I broke my leg two weeks.